Bill Wilson, co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, wrote in 1952, If we examine every disturbance we have, great or small, we will find at the root some unhealthy dependence and its consequent demand. Wilson suggested that if we could identify and continually surrender these unrealistic and unrealizable demands, that we may then be able to accomplish what he imagined to be the recovery's next frontier, something he called emotional sobriety. Flash forward 70 years and join psychotherapists and best-selling authors Tom Rutledge and Dr. Alan Berger, who have taken up the mantle of exploring Bill Wilson's new frontier. Welcome to Emotional Sobriety. Welcome to Emotional Sobriety. I'm Tom Rutledge. Uh, today I'm here with our wonderful Patrick Newman and uh, Dr. Alan Berger. Is, uh, is, he's traveling today, is that right? Is this a travel day for him? Yeah, he's been um, flitting around doing. Um, I, I don't, I, <laughs> he has like been flitting around. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's. Uh, I don't think it's book related. I think it has. It's something to do with. It. I mean, he's always got a few recovery plates spinning. Well, no, well, he's been out in California doing the the the. Uh, they, he had actually a book release thing in California recently that must be it. we can't keep up with him that's the whole thing we here's the thing we can't keep up with alan because he flits <laughs> that's we'll, a good word we'll, isn't we'll, it? We, I, I love the word he's a flitter and and uh um we will intervene on him when he gets back which hopefully will be there for our next episode right yeah it'll be next week most likely okay well you 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 and i've pulled this off on our own before we can do it again <laughs> I think part of why flitting so funny is imagining him just propped up on these little wings, you know, just, uh, it's, you know, yes. dubious, a dubious proposition. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's something particularly good with, with Alan. Here's Dr. Berger and ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for, here's Dr. Alan Berger and he flits in with his little <laughs> yeah. wings. It's like, like a fairy godmother. <laughs> it's Godfather. Right. It's, it's like, <laughs> He's, he, he would prefer Godfather, yeah, I guess. So, uh, well, we have, uh, one of the things we, you and I talked about was, was, uh, was this whole uh, anniversary of, we're, we're at the anniversary of 9-11 again. Yeah, 20 years, um, it, it, you know, which is, uh, I'm awestruck, not just because of, um, you know, the resonances that event has taken on 20 years gone, but also that I'm 20 years uh, ahead is uh, any reminder of that, uh, you know, demarcation is crazy. Yeah. Oh, it just gets weirder, man. It's like, if you ask, you ask people who are getting old into, into the, like, like Alan and I are getting into where uh, we, I, we, well, I say we're getting into a place where, where people say you're, el you're into the elderly and go like, well, the truth is we're senior citizens and we, we are the, we are among the elderly. It's, uh, uh, we just don't, we just don't feel like it and certainly don't act like it. But if you ask, you ask older people how, how, how it is getting older, the one word they come back with is just weird, you know? And so it's, it's yeah. like, it's interesting to hear from you that basically you already have that experience, uh, with that but 20 so 20 years ago how old were you then like uh you know i think i might have been 13 or 14 something like that right. I, I was okay. a sophomore sophomore in high school okay and i watched it on tv in high school wow wow that's uh that, that's a well, can we, let's start there that's an interesting thing to talk about that day 
it's uh because i it's interesting to me because one of the things i remember and i was i was younger i was a, a fourth grade when when john kennedy got shot was shot and killed mm -hmm. but i that's a very you know i was old enough to where it's a very very vivid memory and and we were we got we came over the announcement in our school and we were sent home from from school and uh uh yeah so so that and and that was the immediate reference point for for those of us you know on, on 9 11 for those of us who remembered that i think i think there are different reference points uh but um it was it was surreal so what was it like to be you know a, a kid in high school uh well what were your thoughts one of the vhs tapes i had on like constant rotation around that time was independence day uh that will smith alien invasion movie oh, oh yeah, yeah and uh yeah. and it, and you I know I, I remember in between me grabbing my laundry from the laundry room to, to put on to go to school uh one tower fell i went and got my underwear second tower fell and uh, i sat down for like 10 minutes because i was already late for class at the table and uh you know confirmed with my mom so why, wow both towers and uh you know my little adolescent brain you know not too much uh you know um foundation in like history or context but even i could mm -hmm. tell from those images that uh you know this was like uh world changing or this was yeah. some this was something like um paradigm shift you know and and yeah. so then went into school and then proceeded you know i i I think they kept us the whole day, but um, in every period, we would just, uh, you know, we would just we were just watching on TV all day, and uh, it was. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and I remember, yeah, just uh, you know, I walked home with a friend, or I walked to a friend's house, and we kind of hung out and uh, chatted about it. But um, yeah, uh, don't know what to mm. say. I mean, I feel like a lot of us, you know, we just kind of, you know, I mean, I'm not a New Yorker. I watched that great Spike Lee documentary, or at least part one of this uh, documentary he did, did called New York Epicenters, um, mm -hmm. which was all about, uh, you know, the resonance for New Yorkers, you know, from 9-11 through COVID. Mm -hmm. um, you know, New York always seems to get hit, hit with the hardest mm -hmm. first when anything mm -hmm. happens. Um, and uh, so, we're, you know, we're, I'm out in Southern California. I'm just like a satellite to the main uh, mm -hmm. action happening. We're all part of the same body and that pain, I don't know, I, I felt it. I well, felt yeah, the aftershocks. I, I mean, well, at your, at your, like I'm just kind of contrasting with like with I say about when John Kennedy was shot and I was in fourth grade, you know, I, I think if I had to summarize what that was like, it's like, I, you know, I had no, I don't think I had any sense of, of the worldview other than now we were, we were growing up in the, in the age of, um, where, where we were being scared to death that the atomic bomb was going to hit at any time. And, and so, I, I mean, I did, I did grow up afraid living in fear of that. And back, back when they used to do the videos to teach us how to, when, you know, if, if the atomic war was coming to, to duck and cover, get under your desk. Oh yeah. I've <laughs> like, seen those videos. Like, like that. Yeah. That, that was going <laughs> to help a lot. We appreciate it. <laughs> get under your desk. And I don't think you're going to, you're going to get irradiated. There's always but, a little um, kid named Jimmy. You know, with like a bowl cut, and it's like, oh, thank you, Jimmy. There should always be a little kid named Jimmy. That's right. But, but you're, but in high school though, you are, you, you, yeah, you are, you're, you're in a different place. You are old enough to realize, you know, something's really happening in the world. I, I kind of just, I know, I'm, 
like everything else in my, it would go back to my to doing therapy on me for a moment it's like everything else in my life it just centered in my in my home around my mother uh who was so upset and crying and 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 you know and so that's I, I just realized how it impacted my family at the time and we watched it we watched all that on television uh as much as we could uh but yeah you you uh you, you got a challenge as an adolescent to to kind of put some stuff together yeah i mean in my i think my political life started really then and um you know my the first election i voted in was in 2004 uh the carrie bush election mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. yeah it's just uh seriously fucked up it's been for the mm -hmm. last 20 yeah. years and uh and you know it's colored it, all the subsequent fallout and the ripples and uh you know yeah it's equals me <laughs> or equals well, my worldview well i tell you well let me tell you let me just just say this is it's like in, in in pretty much what i'm doing right now is just playing playing this as a conversation we would be having if, if we weren't on a podcast and everybody was listening but it's like you have you have already helped me considerably with this with this to uh, this anniversary thing because you know, I told what I told you in the text before we talked about, maybe we'll talk about the 9-11 anniversary. As I said, I said, I think I'm, I'm likely to be emotionally drunk on my ass uh, because there's so much about our political system that, 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 that is so troubling to me and, and has been for not just, I'm not talking about just this last four or five years. I'm talking about for a long time. Um, and um but you you brought me back at the beginning of, of when we first connected just now and it is is and you just brought me back to the moment this is a, this is really an alan-esque thing to do, that you did here today i don't and I'm, i and i don't even take any credit away from your instincts too because this is probably just you but but you 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 reminded me of what that was like that day watching this happen and you know and you specifically talked about the people jumping out because they were, you know, talk, talk about making choices. Yeah. That was the memory of that day. I think if I could pick yeah. one, yeah. The jumpers. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's like when you said that, that brought me, I mean, you, you emotionally sobered me up for one thing is, is, is we're, so we'll, we'll stick with our theme here for a second. It's because in, because what, what, you know, now that I think about it, it actually works because when are we emotionally sober when we're fully in the present moment. And it's like, and you, you know, the present moment, when you remind me of that, the present moment, you know, we say emotion, emotions, you know, events, events happen in, in time, events are rooted in time, they happen at certain times in our lives. Emotions are timeless, you know, whatever emotions are, we still have are in the moment always. So, you know, if you want to know if you have emotions left left from something, all you have to do is you said that and I could I felt my chest tighten immediately. I felt a kind of a little queasy feeling and uh and just I, I, I want to say sadness, but it really was horror at 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 witnessing that and and realizing these are real people in real time who are who are suffering through this and have and and having to and making a choice to, to jump to their death rather than to have a more hor horrific uh horrific death it's like yeah it's it's and that's you know and that's that's what we're part of and and the, the people and then you also went back to the the you know the way you put it was you know 
we might well the way i think about it to, to kind of combine what you said and what i what i've been thinking is is where i went initially in my emotional drunkenness was in my opinions and thoughts about how how ultimately leaders leaders responded to all of this you know and and um what you went to was the present tense, the real moment where that, so I may be thinking about how we really, really saw some of the, the worst, uh, to use Alan's terminology, the worst of us, you talked about what we initially saw, what we first saw. And I do remember this very, very uh, poignantly, the best of us as human beings. Well, yeah. You know, let me just pulling back a second. Um, I don't know how to help people or I don't know how to reach people with, with my doomer, um, you know, with my, the doomer side of myself, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, very active, um, especially over the last few years, there hasn't been any justice for nine 11. Um, in fact, we doubled down America doubled down on its naughty foreign policy blunders that it could be mm -hmm. argued got us into that mess in the first place, mm -hmm. broke that thin membrane, you know, that was like keeping us walled off from uh, the horrors of demolished buildings and screaming children and smoke and, you know, all the things mm -hmm. we saw on that day. I mean, that's just yeah. a Tuesday, you know, in a lot of other places in the world. But I, you know, I just, um, I kind of see the function of this podcast as kind of, we want to just be present with people. And um, in real time with you, I'm trying to find the right frequency where we can be of most use. And I, I know you'll be helpful in that regard. Well, I'll tell you what, it's interesting. Well, you, well, I mean, this is, if we're looking at the present tense too, in terms of just, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's how relationship works. It, it's, uh, it's interesting because, I mean, when you talk about the doomer, and I love, I love that term, by the way, the doomer, I'm going like, you know, I, uh, I like that part of you, uh, you know, you and I, I think connect in, in some, in, in uh, some of that. And, um, but I also think we talk about this in family work, family therapy, a lot of times that no, you know, no, 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 no two people are going to going to play the same position. And it's like a lot of times, one of the, one of the ways we influence change is by changing what we always emphasize is changing ourselves. And so the, it, and I don't know if this is the way it happened, but as we begin our conversation today and maybe through some through our text, uh, the last couple of days is like, is like, you know, I'm coming, I'm coming with, I'm coming straight ahead with the doomer. And it's like you, I think you maybe naturally found yourself in a place where it's like, rather than join into that, you, you became, you became helpful about that. I'm not saying the doomer can't be helpful, but, but I'm saying as far as you to balance, it's a balancing thing, if that makes sense. It's like the idea is you said, okay, you, but this, and let's take it. And you weren't, and I never, I haven't felt like you're trying to talk me out of anything. You're just giving me, you're showing me another perspective that and reminding me of another perspective in that moment of time in which, which I loved immediately when you, when you were talking about that, I'm going like, oh, okay, I get this. And, and I, I'm like you with the podcast. It's like, we're, 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 there's nothing namby-pamby about what, what, what any one of the three of us do, I don't think, and how we think about any of this stuff, but we're looking for practical, practical uh, uh, ways of helping and, and helping, and we, and all three of us are good examples, I think, of the fact that we understand that helping always begins with ourselves, um, and so, so, uh, but the, so the idea of remembering 
for me today, you've reminded me of how that felt that because before any of this other stuff, we didn't you know, I got to forget that I didn't know any of what was getting ready to happen. It's like we watched all these people just move and tra and travel to New York to help every we just you know and I knew some people I do I have a friend who worked with the Red Cross he was there you know he kept there and he's also in New York came he wasn't living in New York he was living down here with in Nashville with us but but he got there and the stories that he had to tell about about helping people there and it's like and you know in the in just the, the front line people who went in like you said went in while those while the places were still burning um and had to do the hard stuff of i saw a report the other day of, of evacuating themselves from a building when they had when there were people still in there and, and i mean just i mean to watch some of those firefighters talk about that you know is is i mean it's heartbreaking and so itself i can't even imagine what it was like for them well but you know what like I, these people didn't even, they didn't even think of themselves Right. Well, you know, I, I actually did think of you when I was listening to this interview with Steve Buscemi the other day, the actor who um, was mm -hmm. one of the volunteer firefighters on 9-11. Right. And um, one thing that he mentioned that really struck me was um, he, along with many others that became volunteers uh, in the in the following days after uh, the towers fell, mm -hmm. um, they were grateful you know, I mean, they were the ones that were thankful to be given uh, a pail to carry, you know, in the yes. uh, in the uh, the rebuilding or the, you know, the the sifting through, you know, the trouble. And uh, I just found that that was very kind of life affirming just to, you know, yeah. that it's a, that it's a gift to be to, to, ha to be given a purpose and to be able to, like, put your hand on the wound and to mm -hmm. to be given an opportunity to heal. Um, cause I think like, I think mo most of us, the, what we can, the thing we can all key into from that day is just the powerlessness of watching it all on TV <laughs> and, oh God, yeah. you know, yeah, you're right. Just feeling a part of, Absolutely. but all at the same time, very removed. Oh yeah. God. And when, and, and not turning the television off, but I remember, I remember cussing at the television after a, a day or two, quit, quit showing me this, you know? <laughs> Oh, and you know what I over and over and over and over again, but it's like I was watching it because I needed to watch it, you know, but it was like, oh, it's tough. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I knew about Steve Buscemi and it's, it's like I love that. And, and I'd never seen an interview with him about that, but I knew that he that he was right in there with with the rest of them because he had been a firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, you were saying, uh, you know, in the remembrance of, you know, the last couple of days, uh, you felt emotionally drunk. Well, I can tell mm -hmm. you who was physically drunk, and uh, that is Rudy Giuliani, slurring words in a 9-11 speech uh, weeks after saying he's not an alcoholic. Um, he gives a wild Queen Elizabeth impression and uh, mm -hmm. jokes that he never dated Prince Harry. So I thought that was... <laughs> Well, that's nice. So, so I'm, okay. So I'm not the drunkest guy. That's good. It's, well, it's, and I, well, I was thinking, you know, we, we were talking about 20 years and, you know, kind of uh, not just the, you know, the yeah. end of that, that particular anniversary, but just the kind it's of coming. like reminder that, you know, uh, of, of what's happened in the last 20 years. I mean, if I was, if I was Giuliani looking at the myself on the cover of Time magazine, you know, on the anniversary yeah. of 9-11, I think I'd probably want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's true, boy. That that yeah, that even seems that just that it's interesting when you say that. It's it's like like 
I just realized, which is a bizarre thing. I just realized when you brought up Giuliani, I didn't even initially make the connection because that Giuliani seems like such a completely different human being, you know, and maybe different not, man. but it's, it's like, yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, we respect it and we, we, we appreciate what he did. And, uh, I remember him being on Saturday night live when they brought Saturday night live back. And, and I, you know, it was, um, but see, I think, I think that's it. I think this is it, Patrick. I think one of the things about this is that, and, and this is where if, if we, if we bring this, if I look at, if I look at just, uh, in, just catastrophes, it's like, I think I also think about Katrina, uh, that came a little bit, came later. I, I was, I wasn't, I didn't, my wife went down to, to help at Katrina when that happened. I stayed up here, but I was, but I worked with, with people they brought up from uh from from down there to evacuate when they evacuated and stuff like that it's one of the things though and or it used to be with school shootings as well is like what happens is when something horrible happens a natural disaster or a man-made disaster it's it's like the very the it is it does bring out the very best of us it's like that's that's it's a it's, it's almost it's a reflex people go in they, they you know people sacrifice themselves people go in they they help and then you, it's, it's like, then we, then we get a little time to, for that to settle in. And, you know, and, and if we're not careful, the fear takes root. I think, I think it's, I think it's a fear-based thing and, and that, and so all of a sudden we become more and more defensive. And, and I, you know, and I think, I mean, not, there isn't a better example of that than 9-11, I think in terms of, of, um, yeah, because for, for, for now that now that you, what you've reminded me of is for days after that, you know, the connection to people. I mean, it's like uh, uh, we I, I had just I had just published um, embracing embracing fear was about to come out. And so so embracing fear. So, so we, we went into we went into the editor and my agent, we, we went to a meeting and talk about, you know, do we want to, do, do we need to change this book now? Do we need to make it about this kind of thing? And, and we, really? and I'm very grateful that we didn't. Yeah. Is, 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 you know, and what I, what I had, and I'm not sure I can take credit for the whole shift. It wasn't, but it wasn't much of a shift. It was just like I said, I think we have to put this, I think we have to, we have to add some things here just throughout because the, the the context has changed with with fear it's it's like so i, ha I think it, we can't we can't put this book out without without recognizing what's happened but i didn't want to make it a night because you know the resilient 911 books that were coming out and all the, the stuff was going to come out so i didn't want it to be that i wanted it to be the, the book we intended it to be and so i do i do refer to in the book um i do write about the, the days after uh, 9-11 in terms of doing therapy, what, what that was like and, and how, you know, when every single person was dealing with the exact same issues. I think that was, uh, that was wise probably to keep it more fundamental and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure it's aged a hell of a lot better that way. Right. Right. I think, I, I, I yeah, I think it has a, I think it has a longer life that way, but, I, but I also, I also think that it's, um, it's almost like, I feel like, what I, you know, what I did is I, uh, um, I think I think I just felt like that was a that that that, that made me me feel better as a as a person to 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 leave it as intended rather than because I because one of the things I was afraid of is is you know I mean 
I mean, I like to market things. I like to, I like to sell things, but it's like, I, 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 the last thing I wanted to do was to do anything that felt like it was taking advantage of something like that to, to market something. Now, it probably did help. I, I was, I, I was, I was interviewed, by the way, I was interviewed on Fox in France by, by Steve Ducey, uh, 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 in the days and in, in the weeks after that, because, and it was before, you know, before we've, there was a lot, lot of negative thoughts about Fox and friends, but, uh, actually so you had, you had the, uh, you had the opposite impulse Giuliani had when nine 11 happened, which is, yeah, did to, not be, take to be opportunistic yeah. and cynical. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, I, uh, it's just, yeah. Cause it just seems so important. It, it's like, um, I actually, I remember now I'm, now I'm just remembering I was on Fox and friends and, and it was like, I was on, and then Tom Ridge, the, 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 the first, uh, Homeland security guy was oh, yeah. on after me, after me. So, so, uh, it was just, you know, and they just had to be on about, about, uh, fear of terrorism and just dealing with, you know, dealing with some of that stuff. And it was, it was a pretty good interview. I thought we did all right. Um, so certainly we, you know, the, I think Harper Collins certainly did did some stuff about marketing with with that, but but it's like it's it, it's not a book about that though, and I like and I appreciate that. And you mentioned Katrina. I think we could also include COVID, you know, and just in terms of uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> these national debacles. That uh, I mean, I think that what we're in now, um, you know, because it's ongoing. I mean, I think um, almost every day, you know, there's been, there have been as many COVID deaths as as there were bodies on 9/11. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah. uh, and we're still, uh, I don't think we've had an opportunity to breathe yet, you know, uh, mm -hmm. especially now with the Delta variant and, uh, mm -hmm. are there any, um, what are some of the things from th that book, uh, that, that you released around then? What are the things that, that have only become truer and deepened with time and with the, you know, with the, this piling up? They just, tragedies? well, they just, I mean, I think the book is so process oriented. I mean, it's like that. You know the i mean and i don't i don't think i you know i later wrote some articles i think that that actually kind of used the terrorism metaphor but but um but uh, uh so i don't think that's actually in the book but i mean ultimately the book is about inner terrorism it's like you know the these uh the 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 should monsters i in that in that book i refer to it as the generic generic version of these these sabotaging voices as the bully uh, and I, and I, in you know, what, what remains a constant to me in that is where I start the book, which is distinguishing between healthy fear and unhealthy fear, you know, or, 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 you know, healthy fear and neurotic fear, whatever you want to say, but, but it, basically, you know, health, healthy fear actually, you know, is like any other healthy emotion. Guilt is the same thing. will direct us to become better. We'll do better. We'll, it helps us. It, it collaborates with thinking rather than overtakes our thinking if that makes sense. It's like it. And so, so, so the, you know, to me, the idea is, I don't know that any of us have ever, I certainly am nowhere near mastering this, but I'm much better at it, which, which is having our heart and mind work in, in, in collaboration with one another. So that, so that, you know, it's like part of the, part of what I want people to understand when I talk about the multiplicity of mind is that, you know, we, you know, this, this, this metaphor of the inner committee that is, you know, not, you know, I've used a lot and it's not original to me and start with me, but, but is such that it's, I want people to understand that working with ourselves, whether we're doing it the way that you and Alan and I are doing with the podcast generally, or whether we're talking about fear of the external environment 
in the world is like it always begins it you know and this is a, this is a, a, a principle of, of aa i mean it's not the only it doesn't you know aa doesn't have a corner on the market of this but it's like and it is that if you you know my my way of saying it is it, it, you know any any problem that i must solve uh, i must begin with the part of that problem that is between me and me I need to have the meetings I need to have inside my own consciousness. I need to have that. And I need to not, and, and, and the, the, the reactive fear um, is will turns and it, and it turns defensive and it turns blaming. And, and that can be outwardly or inwardly. You and I've talked a lot about some of the things we have in common in terms of just sort of inner terrorism is at ourselves. It's like, you know, blame, the way I think about it is blame and responsibility are two different things. They're very, very, very different. Blame, blame is blame is dropping an anchor someplace and just leaving it there. And so whatever the boat, whatever boat we're on, we're just circling the thing. Responsibility is about moving forward. It's about what can we do to, to be better? What can we do to keep moving and, 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 and be productive? And, and in the case of the context we're talking about today, helpful, useful to people. And it's like, you know, we're not trying to say, don't be afraid. I never trying to say, don't be afraid, be, be afraid, be, but, but look, be afraid of the, of the stuff that is really, can be really dangerous. And, you know, part of you and I, and in, in our conversations about politics would, would say that, you know, the, the scarier things are about how people tend to respond after the fact and, and how right. people, how, how we would, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not claiming you and I have the, corner on the market of, of, of what's right politically, but it's like that, that there are people who, there are people in those leadership positions who will absolutely take advantage of the fear that comes up and, 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 uh, you right. know, get us into, get us into wars and get people killed that don't need to be. Well, I, you know, I drop a lot of anchors, I think, you know, in my, uh, uh, political <laughs> caterwauling on social media and, and other places. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, I, uh, in therapy with uh, Alan, you know, who's also my therapist, um, mm -hmm. you know, when I find myself, uh, you know, because end of the end of the world, you know, via climate change, the end of democracy, you know, these are the things that uh, keep me up at night. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I spend a lot of time uh, just uh, agonizing over certain questions. And uh, one thing Alan said to me a few weeks ago, um, is that he's curious as to see how this is all going to coalesce into an action. <laughs> and, uh, and I think, you know, mm -hmm. that's the question. And, and I mean, in thinking about the volunteers, um, you know, on 9-11 uh, that went mm -hmm. out there that weren't necessarily firefighters, they weren't picking up a paycheck, but they were mm -hmm. participating. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what's, what, what, are, what are my actions? Uh, what, how am I going to react to the fear with uh, something that's productive and something that allows me to be a part of the body. And I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for this show because I think this is one of, one of several things that I engage with regularly that, that gives me some purpose um, that, you know, that allows me to, um, you know, speak, speak to a broader community and kind of like, you know, feel a connection there. And, uh, you know, um, I think I'm always hoping that more, uh, that more more ideas will be forthcoming, but um, 
but it's yeah, gra- for me, it's gr- it's very grounding. The, the, the fact and, and the fact that we're on the schedule we're on, so that once a week, we you know, you and I and, and Alan all all refer to that. It's like, but it's it's just something, and this is a good example of that. Just having this contact with you is, is basically going to make my day better, and and is is it, it helps helps me get a, a better perspective. And and you know, it's, um, and I and I think you know, and I, and and by the, by the way, I. I this is maybe this is one of the better things that has come out of this this last 24 hours or so for me is 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 knowing that uh thinking about emotional sobriety is that you know here's here's i'm going to see if i can put it together in a way that i've been thinking about it uh, very, very recently alcohol is legal and you know and 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 i and i as i recall alcohol was nice i you know i liked alcohol it's like like uh and there are people you know and there are people who can drink alcohol and not have the problems that you and i and alan have had it's like there are people it's not a problem it's like so there's the the problem's not alcohol it's like it's it's what we do with it it's like what happens to it in our, our our system and what happens with whether that be neurologically psychologically whatever it is we're doing we're making we begin to make bad choices the thing, the same thing is true for emotions. So, so what I'm realizing is perfectly, it, it, this does not mean that I can't be mad as hell about what I believe, you know, about politics and how people have responded to this stuff. It doesn't mean, so it doesn't, I mean, it's my old sponsor used to say, blame's a good place to visit. You just don't want to live there. You know, I like so, that. so, so I, you know, put that in there with it, with the metaphor anchor, cause it, cause it, cause it gives it a little bit of a different perspective. It's like, like, but, but the idea of this, it's, it's, it's what I'm doing with, it's what I'm doing with it, with the emotion. And what I realized when I started thinking that way, uh, was of course on a walk with my dog, he's very, very helpful. Uh, it's was okay these are these are fine there's nothing wrong with emotions there's nothing wrong with my thinking around these things there's nothing wrong with how i'm how that i'm experiencing this but what i'm doing is when you talk about action it's 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 what made me think about it's like what it's doing is it's taking me away from the action i need to be taken intrapersonally i get i get distracted by it i get distracted i get carried away literally carried away by these emotions and so that i feel like i'm i'm out i'm off balance i'm i'm you know um, uh, yeah, I'm just, if you just, I mean, literally I love Alan's work around, around, you know, finding that balance is because, because the idea that it feels like I'm leaning so far in one direction that it just take a, just a, a slight little breeze to knock me over. And, uh, and I realized, no, so I think the thing I, the thing I came away with, one of the things I've come away with is the idea is, is a message for myself, for anybody else who's listening, who might be able to use it is that, that it's, you know, emotions are fine, even intense emotions, but we have to, we have to, to interact with them. We have to, uh, I'll, you know, and I'll put this together better as in the days that come, hopefully, but we, we have, to, we have to basically be responsible with how we process our emotions, you know, not just shut them down, not say I'm wrong to do that or right to do that, or, or just because I, or just mainly just because I'm right about, if I go like, I am damn right about this particular thing and I'm really mad about it. It's like, that's okay, but that's not an excuse for me to be drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, um, it's just occurring to me and, you know, there's something poetic about, uh, you know, the, our war in Afghanistan for all intents and purposes ending, 
um, mm -hmm. you know, within the last couple of weeks, um, we're seeing kind of like this 9-11 remembrance. And then we're seeing um, yeah. this reckoning with the failed campaign uh, that sprung from that. And, um, you know, I think that um, I do believe, you know, in, in our better angels. And I just think that, it, you know, the, the, the real tragedy beyond just the towers falling was the way that, um, you know, our leadership harnessed the energy, the kind of negative energy that came from that. Um, I think there, I, I think the rumors are true. There was a moment of national unity, um, but instead of harnessing that unity for the, you know, for good purposes, you know, it was used for cynical purposes, um, you know, for empire and, uh, and, you know, we're seeing the results, you know, we're wrapping up this war in an ugly fashion around the same time that the bell rings 20 years and, uh, you know, I just think that we should all, everybody just needs to remember, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and also, um, and I'm glad that there's some light that's been sh sh uh, shown on this, that uh, we haven't done the best job of taking care of the first responders, uh, you know, yeah. that went into the towers. Um, there's just, you know, there's a whole battery of, of, of things uh, that, that need to be wrapped up in never forget. Right. Right. You know. Well, and I think I think that's right. And I think that and I think that if you take if you pan like you talked about before, if you pan back and look at one of the things that you I think you where you and I are probably on the same page is is, you know, what are the ways to what, what are the ways to actually assess and judge a judge a nation is how we take care of our people. And, you know, and and, you know, we 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 don't do a very good job with that in a lot of ways. I'm not saying there's not some good stuff because obviously, you know, we have, you know, one of the things we have to do to, to, to resolve things is we have to, we, we, we have to not buy into total polarization and, and basically, you know, just take a side and dig in. It's like, we need to have conversations about in the grayer area and the, and, and the, the back and forth about that. That's to me, that's, that's the place. I think we were doing better as a nation before uh, than we are now, but then again, I, you know, I wasn't 60, I wasn't 68 years old looking at it either. So it's like, you know, I mean, I did, I, I grew up in a, in a world when I was a kid, I, I literally would lie awake at night being afraid, be, be having trouble going to sleep because, because I was afraid of the atomic bomb. I mean, and, and you talk to people my age, I'm not the only one who actually lost sleep over that. So it's like the idea is, now, what, what an adult, what, you know, if I could go back as, as an adult and realize, okay, well, that's some pretty, that's some pretty messed up stuff. If your kids are going to, they're having trouble sleeping because of that, then they, you know, it's, it's like us, you know, us being messed up, our political system being messed up. It's not new. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a constant, it's, it's an ongoing process. We, you know, and we, we sometimes I think, unfortunately act like whatever is the latest thing we're dealing with is, oh, that's the thing that's wrong. But I think it's, it, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I'm even being clear about this, but it's like, what it occurs to me is this is where, and this is why I wrote that, that piece, uh, the, the little ebook, you know, I have on my website called therapy for politics. It's, it's like, uh, um, is because that's all about communication. It's, it's like the idea is the, the, the solution to any of this stuff is about healthy communication, not about the content of any given time, but how do we, how do we solve problems? 
you know, and in order to do that, we have to have healthy communication, just like we need to have inside our own, our own psyche and inside our own families and relationships. And it's like, it's not different at all in the, in the bigger world. We, you know, we, what we do is we give a pass to politicians, you know, that we don't give to our family members. If somebody, if somebody treated us the way some of these politicians treat us, if somebody communicated like, like these, like we would not be in relationship with these people. But we give we give them a pass, and it's like, oh well, all politicians lie. Oh, you know, all everybody does. That. It's like, like that's not gonna that's not gonna take us any place. So part of I guess long way around the block. Part of the part of the action that I think that that you and I are both involved in already is is, is folk bringing the focus back to that communication. Yeah, you know? absolutely, and you know we'll make sure that we put uh, that ebook in the show notes today, just so people can okay. read it and. Um, yeah, just a, a little word on politics. Um, uh, my parents were in Texas when, uh, you know, the ice storm hit. Uh, mm -hmm. Was that early this year or last year? My sense of time has become oh, totally skewed. Me. But I think yes. most people will know what I'm talking about. And, uh, yeah. and you know, this, uh, this year, yeah. Yeah, crumbling infrastructure. They were without power and heat for a little while. And then, you know, recently, um, you know, my sister uh, is in temporary housing situations. Uh, in Nashville, moving from uh, place to place, uh, each with COVID outbreaks. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this is like where the rubber meets the road, where politics actually, you know, this stuff does intersect with us. And it's only it's going to be intersecting with us more and more. And, you know, um, we can't view, you know, kind of our um, emotional wavelength, our emotional wavelength is being completely separate from the, our political wavelength. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask you, uh, your program for um, how to how to grapple emotionally, and then also how to help people, how to help clients. Um, mm -hmm. You know, is that something that's really? I mean, you've been dealing with this kind of thing uh, since uh, fear of the A bomb. <laughs> would you say that it's really? <laughs> would you say that your program or your recipe for kind of like navigating? Uh, you know, was that something that you had in place like uh, before COVID, before nine eleven, even? Like, are you? You just know what to yeah. do when something like yeah, that happens. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I, I mean, that's one of those things where it's process oriented. I think, I think, you know, it's it, then what we do is we take the the process and to apply, try to apply it to the to the, the current uh, content. But it's it's like, yeah, I think it's and I think it's very much emotion. I think it's you know for, for for I mean, it's very recovery oriented to me. It's 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 inside out. It's it's like start start on the inside, find out what's your you know, uh, find out what, what this conversation is going on inside. And, the, and, you know, basically it's learning it's to me, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could, you could, you could nutshell it, but it's like it, to me, the thing I think I teach is how, for people, how, how to represent themselves well. And, and, and you, you cannot do that with people in your interpersonal world, if you're not doing a good job with that intrapersonally. And so that's one of the first reasons I put people in touch with these, what I call these inner saboteurs is because we have to learn to stand up for ourselves to ourselves uh, before we, before we're going to be any good at standing up and, and being the way we want to be in the, in the outside world. Yeah. I like that. So it's, yeah, no, I think, I think I was talking to you about my first book, simple truth uh, that, I wrote, that I wrote in 1989 and realizing through the work with Alan that, you know, that I actually go back and go, I, I really, kind of have a new love for that book because it has a lot so much to do with what we're talking about here it's it's really cool for me to to realize 
that um that you know and i and i kind of you know we won't get into we'll, we'll have a conversation about the the spiritual psychic uh parts of all this this stuff sometime because because it's it's i'm not trying to 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 preach anything here but it's it's like it, it really tells me that there's something uh, you know to use 12-step language greater than myself at work in the in the work in the writing that i do because because i you know i, I look back at what i have the, all the books that i've written and realize there's been a there's a constant there's a constant uh, process like what you're describing that's been there the whole time and i don't know that i ever consciously i mean i have it now consciously with hindsight looking at it but i don't i didn't start with with the blueprint i just i just start writing and i and so i think it is there and i do and i do think like what you said is and that's why you know that's why the the therapy for politics uh, little ebook is is uh important to me is is that it isn't separate from anything it's like it's just it we're our our relation our relationship to the world around us begins with our relationship with ourselves i've been able to endure this pandemic uh in a sober state of mind uh while in recovery while you know uh having you know found access to this plethora of tools and kind of starting to actually get that relationship right with myself Mm -hmm. uh so that i uh I just, you know, I was just telling somebody the other day, I can't even imagine what, it, you know, doing the, doing the deal at a, at a time like this, if I what didn't already kind of have uh, a foothold in, right, you right. know, yep. getting, getting my shit together. Well, buddy, I want you to know this, you, you know, in terms, in terms of what you do, it, it's, you know, you and I have in common that we have a, we have both have histories of not giving ourselves credit where credit is due, but, you know, I appreciate the fact that you're 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 looking at that and working with Alan in terms of of, of, of take, putting things into action, but uh, you you do a lot of good, and I, I just want you to know that you're already doing that. It's not you're you're not you're not in the wings waiting to do that. You are in process. Well, thank you, Tom, um, and uh, I hope to continue. And uh, you know, brief shout out to um, Michael K. Williams. May he rest in peace. Um, you know, passed mm-hmm. away from. Uh, drug related yeah. issues uh, last yeah. week. Yeah. And just a reminder that uh, we need to stay vigilant and, um, you know, uh, yes. I guess that's all I have to say about that. It very, it, you know, deeply touched me, he deeply touched me in life. And, um, you know, we're all the poor for having lost him. And, uh, yes. you know, we all need to uh, stay in touch, stay connected. And um, if we're in re- a recovery space, you know, just uh, mm-hmm. keep doing the deal. Yeah. And when in doubt, reach out, man. Yeah, you can reach out to us. We'll put the mm-hmm. email in our uh, show notes. Thanks, Patrick. All right. Until next week. And, uh, you know, Alan will return just like James Bond. <laughs> okay. Right. Tinge your life. Tinge your myth. Cultivate your narrative with whomever you're with. Then with glass in hand and children on one knee. Bring some stories. Bring your stories back to me It ain't a crime to be a human Never be ashamed to be yourself Rest assured that whatever you're doing Will entertain me like nobody else So here's to us, my old friends Till it's time to drink the wine and break the bread again With glass in hand and children on one knee 
bring some stories, bring your stories back to me.